You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. I'm Father Brian Christensen. And I'm Karen Kibis. And we're hosting Real Presence Live from high above the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Well, at least the second floor. At least the second floor. One of these in days in our broadcasting studio here. You know, one of these days I'm going to take a picture so they have a perspective of what high up, high above. Yeah, yeah no, it's beautiful. Well, we're having a great show today, and it's going to continue here with uh, Faith and Bagels. We're here with uh, Jack and uh, Deborah Jensen. Two of the best things in the world, right? <laughs> Faith and bagels. <laughs> you I throw know. in coffee, and you've got the trifecta. For sure, I'm low on coffee. I'm low on coffee too. I think Jack should have brought some. Jack's yeah, good I to go. And, and I should have brought some bagels yeah. also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I get asked that a lot. I know. Did you bring I know. any bagels with you? You bring oh. any bagels? So, welcome to the show, uh, Jack and Deborah Jensen. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves, um, your life here in uh, Rapid City, and uh, a little bit about your faith life. Uh, sure. Well, Father Brian, of course, we've known you for many years, and we really appreciate you and Karen inviting us up here today. Uh, I'm actually a, f- uh, a fourth generation South Dakotan. So I know South Dakota pretty well. Jack is a transplant from Nebraska. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> we won't hold that against you. Right. Well, you know, and, and if, if you marry a Nebraskan, you better be a Husker fan. That's a, and I go. am a Husker fan, even in this current season of right. our oh, yeah. coaching. Talk about faith. Well, you have Talk the, about faith. Have the hat with the big N on it for knowledge. That's right. That's what it means. The big N on the Memorial, <laughs> Memorial Stadium. That's what it stands for. Oh. So Jack and I uh, got married in in. 1988. He's a musician, and uh, he was always a, a musician, and of course I was in broadcasting. And we were married for a number of years, and he was spending like five months on the road, mostly in the wintertime going south, because that, you make money when the sun shines, yeah. you make money you know, for musicians where it's warmer. So he was on the road about five months a year or so, and we were looking for a business or something that we could do that would basically bring him home. So we were looking, uh, we were looking around and uh, we found, uh, we found something after a long look and I'll have... We'd been looking for two or three years for a business. Right. And and one day a friend, Kasai Al-Haj, by the way, You know Kasai, everyone knows Kasai. Anyway, he and I would meet at uh, Black Hills Bagels on Tuesday mornings and we would solve the world's problems. and, (laughs) And if people would just have listened to us it would be a perfect world now but anyway we'd get together on tuesday mornings and have coffee and a bagel and one morning we were to meet at black hills bagels and there was a sign on the door that said temporarily close will open soon Mm. well that just didn't make sense to me i called a realtor friend of mine he said i'll check it out doug andrews by the way is the guy that i called and anyway he uh looked into it and he said uh well, the place is for sale. Are you interested? Wow. Well, I don't know. We've been looking for a business. I suppose, long story short, two weeks later, we owned a bagel shop. Two <laughs> weeks later. We made an offer on it. They took it. Wow. Yeah. Tell us about that and conversation. I mean, that you've been looking, but nothing that really presented well, itself? Well, it was going to be put up for auction. Okay. And they said, well, we might take an offer before we do the auction. It was still in the talking and planning stages. And nothing had been done so far along. So we made an offer, and they took it, and there we were. And I found out real soon that just because I knew how to drink a cup of coffee, 
And eat a bagel didn't necessarily prepare me to run a bagel run shop. A bagel <laughs> shop. <laughs> I can only, I can only imagine. So there was a big learning curve. But there, there was some good news with it. Within yeah. the first month, you had lost about uh, 20 pounds, and I had lost 10 pounds. <laughs> how, does it, how do you lose weight in the bagel shop? Oh, by owning it. By yeah. owning yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, it seemed like if you were eating the proceeds. No. That's like, oh, oh, yeah. So well, 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 we were no. eating a lot of bagels. You, you sure. worry about whether you're doing things mm-hmm. right and... There's just a whole brand new load of things that happen. I'd always been a sole proprietor, and uh, now I own a business with employees sure. and has yeah. to keep hours. And what time does the what time does the the, the a bagel uh, store begin its its day? What time do you guys have to get there to get the produce and ready to go? How does that work? At one thirty in the morning. Sometimes it's earlier than 1. Yeah. But basically the baker gets there at one thirty. He's the first guy to per- turn the oven on. Then we have people getting there at 4.30, at 5, at 6, at 6.30. And then through the morning we just have more and more people coming. You open the doors. The doors at, open at 6. At mm-hmm. 6, okay. Right. Now on weekends, 7. Right. All right. All right. Wow, that's, a, that's just an early day. Um, and I'm guessing you're not there from one thirty till close last week he was there at 1 1 30 every day 30 yeah mm-hmm. and i, I, I bake so you know we have to observe certain certain things for people if they say that they don't feel well we'd have them stay home yeah and oh, get yeah. tested and all of this kind of stuff until right. we know Especially that they're mm-hmm. know that they're okay again yeah, yeah. so so jack and so i baked for, for two weeks and i hadn't done that for a long time <laughs> so i kind of refreshed some old skills when did you open the doors when was that uh it was de- december 9th 2002 to, and and tell them about father mark yeah 2002 okay. yeah. 2002 yeah and father mark so you're coming Helped up on us. your anniversary yeah, here, yeah exactly right. two, about two days yeah. two days okay yeah and Father Mark McCormick mm-hmm. came in and blessed the place. That was one thing that we and, wanted to have yeah. done right away. And so it must have worked because we're still at it after 18 right. years. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> um, what, is, what are some of the, the, the joys and high points, would you say, as you look back on these 18 years of owning a local business and um, serving your, your fellow citizens here in Rapid City and, and lots of tourists and guests, I'm guessing. What yeah. are some of the highlights that you look back on and say, it's a great moment. Well, actually, you just kind of yeah, answered it because it, it is the amazing support that we have gotten through the community and and uh, through through our, our faith community as well, the entire community in the state and tourism. People will come from literally all over the state, sometimes the world, and they will say, I've never had bagels like this before. And when a New Yorker says that they're the best bagels you've, they've ever had, then that really means something. And I think it has to do with, of course, our great old Black Hills water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we happen to use local regional products as much as possible. So the hard spring wheat that we use is uh, probably grown much of it in South Dakota, North Dakota, and Montana for sure. And then it's milled up at the North Dakota mill because we do not have a flour mill in South Dakota. Do you find that interesting? Yeah, yeah. for sure. For so the sure. one in North Dakota has been there since the 1930s. And so that uh, wheat is sent up there to process. So we use a basically Dakota wheat. We use a local honey producer. We use local talent. And uh, just, you know, just, I think, being the, in, the, in the Black Hills. Yeah, no, that was really beautiful. As far as some of the challenges that we've had, probably the first challenge we had was to learn how to run the place. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's still an ongoing process, but it took a good year and a half to start getting to the point where we could walk away and let somebody else stay in there for a little while, that, that sort of thing, and kind of 
And then, uh, yeah, first of all, it was learning how to run it. And then we had three years of construction mm-hmm. in the front on the, in the road on Mount Rushmore right. Road. And thanks to the support of the people, that mm-hmm. they kept us. Our numbers were pretty much stagnant during that time, but we survived and we were able to maintain. And then we thought this would be a challenge, but thanks to the support of the people again, mm. we had a national chain come in right across the street from us. Uh-huh. And we were pretty concerned about that. But actually we found that it just increased the traffic in that area. I see. And yeah. the, the locals have really supported us so in lieu of, of that. And, and then, of course, another challenge is dealing with uh, the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. How's that affected you guys with regard to just maintaining your business? you stay open the whole time? or We, we only closed for the short time that, um, that City Hall uh, closed everyone in March. And, boy, being a mom and pop, we were able to pivot. And one of the concerns that we had is would we be able to keep our employees employed? And we didn't have to to have anybody on on unemployment during that time. But when uh, the mayor announced that he was basically going to close non-essential businesses, and but if you had curbside or if you had delivery, that uh, that would be okay. We immediately changed to include residential delivery. We put up signs that said curbside. And so we, I mean, Pivot is now the word of 2020, I guess. And yeah. so we, that's exactly what we did. So we never closed down, but we did have to close our, our front doors. Then the other thing that happened is our wonderful small towns in South Dakota and North Dakota and, and um, all around us, the little grocery stores found that they were absolutely inundated with people who used to come to Rapid City to shop and load up on Sam's. They're now buying finally from their local stores yeah. in uh, their little town, which was wonderful. So what, what was happening is that they were running out of bread. So the Sarah Lees of the world weren't able to keep up with it because they were having closure issues. And so they were contacting us and said, can you supply us with bagels? Hmm. So our wholesale business increased again by another 40, 45%. It was wow. amazing. Uh, and it continues to this day. Blessing, yeah, one, one blessing the, is right. One of the things we did do while we were, we were closed down for about two weeks, I think in there, or we had a section of the interior closed down we replaced our floor in there. And it was just a perfect opportunity to do that. And then we had a ceiling repair. We did that during that. And it all worked out as soon as the, the construction was done. It was open. We were open yeah, for business again. Yeah, take right. advantage of those so, moments so, when you're... Yeah. So we did do that. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, I have this curious. I'm a everything bagel kind of guy and uh, love that. Some people like the sweet ones. What is the number one selling bagel? Well, I think you're in the majority. Serious. Uh, the the uh, everything bagel followed by the plain bagel followed by the cheddar cheese. And then our white chocolate chip is huge because okay. during our bagel in the street, in which we uh, support church response, and of course, you, uh, Catholic Church supports church response as well. Uh, we do we give out like two normally in a normal year about two thousand white chocolate chip bagels, and so that is a very popular. That's a big one. one. That's, That's a, a big, big one. one. Yeah, I'm all for whenever I go to somebody's house and they have a bag of bagels <laughs> from your your store. There, they have all the sweet ones. You know, they got raisins and cinnamon and all this kind of stuff, and the white. You know, talk about like, where's the everything? Yeah. I need the everything. I I just love that. I just love that. What do you I, like on it? 
I'm, I'm a big cream cheese guy. And uh, veggie cream cheese, too. Oh. Veggie cream cheese. I, I like I'm a plain bagel of veggie cream cheese. Veggie cream cheese, too. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I could live off of that. Yeah, I love that. And also, I love when they're fresh like that. If I'm going to toast them, then I just like butter on it. Like, just yeah. get all those savory flavors and... Wow, sounds... I'm coming down. I'm, I what, know. Yeah. I gotta, what's for we're, lunch? We're almost, we're almost done. We're going to be down there. What's <laughs> for lunch? So. <laughs> we're visiting here with Jack and Deborah Jensen, the owners of Black Hills Bagels here on Mount Rushmore Road in Rapid City, South Dakota. And uh, just and talking a little bit about faith in bagels. And we have to take a break. We're going to take a break. Karen's got us on the break, and we'll be right back here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Christensen. And I'm Karen Gibis. And we are broadcasting relatively high above the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help here in the sunny Black Hills of South Dakota. We're visiting with Jack and Deborah Jensen, owners of Black Hills Bagels here on Mount Rushmore Road in Rapid City. And we were just going over our favorite bagels. Jack, you were saying... Cinnamon raisin with honey whipped peanut butter. Honey whipped... Uh, honey whipped peanut butter. Wow. Deb, do you have a favorite? Yes, it's the cranberry bagel. The cranberry. Yes. So you guys yeah. are on the sweet, fruity ones. Well, the oh. cranberry bagel, I, I like with turkey. I like with ham. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like with oh, butter. Oh, that's a nice combination yeah. for a, the A cheddar bagel with ham and cheese. That's... I'll tell you what else is really Lunch. good. Lunch. Any, your your uh, <laughs> choice of bagel with a hamburger. Yeah. I mean, instead of a bun, use yeah. a bagel. It's sure. a little cream sure, cheese sure, on it. Sure. it. It's a different taste treat. Yeah, I'm all about the everything bagel and the veggie cream yeah. cheese. Uh, except, except, as I said... 
except it's day older, so I'm going to toast that everything. Put just good old-fashioned butter on that, baby. I should have had breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a little breakfast today before the show. I actually got a caramel roll that was made by our youth yesterday morning. They Ooh. were selling, or Saturday morning, they had, they had the Angel Bazaar here uh, at the cathedral on Saturday morning. So they were selling those caramel rolls for a little fundraiser for our uh, youth here at the cathedral. So they had a few leftovers, so they, were, they gave some Ooh. to Father. I, I had coffee. I had coffee for coffee breakfast. Coffee and caramel rolls. So. Well, very good. Um, tell us a little bit about you know, just your involvement in the community here. How being local business owners, you just said partnering with um, Church Response, Church Response has which uh, I think Monsignor O'Connell was there at the beginning of Church Response after the flood. That's right. Um, and uh, Monsignor William O'Connell... Um, a blessed memory, really, mm-hmm. for many people. He's a great man. Same guy in a few years. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about interacting with the community, the larger community, and how your faith informs kind of your, your business life and collaboration. Okay. I'd like to back up just a teeny bit to 1986, if I can, because you might assume that, that we're both cradle Catholics. And Jack was, or is, but I was not. In fact, I really didn't have any faith. I was agnostic. Okay. And then when it came time when we were going to get married, he actually had gone away from the church for a while. He had gone to, a, uh, to another church. I was uh, checking them all out. Right. I was just curious. I was... In, in, his, know, in his 30s. Check, yeah. so, so we were about to be, to be married, and so he went to a pastor, and the pastor said, look, I, I can't marry you because she is agnostic. She has no faith. And, uh, and so and I, I can't marry you. Exactly. So he can't yoke believer and unbeliever. So That was his policy. Well, and so, his, so Jack called his mother saying, you know, what do I do? And I was thinking, well, I guess I'm not going to be married. And he called his mom and, and his mom said, you know, you've checked out all those churches. Why don't you go back to the Catholic Why church? Why don't you check t- out the Catholic church? You've checked out all the other ones. Right. <laughs> There's a good mama. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My mother, Dolores Jensen, who is at Holiday Hills listening right there now on 94.7. <laughs> Hi, Mom. So, right? <laughs> so, so Father Zeller at yeah. uh, Blessed Sacrament, who's been gone a few years also. Uh, so he came to us, and or we came to him, and uh, he said, well, be, being in your 30s, uh, you might be a little bit older for uh, things like, uh, you know, pre Pre marriage, uh, what was it called? Pre um, yeah, pre cana uh, program, uh, or uh, yeah. marriage preparation. program, marriage preparation. Exactly. However, I'd like you to go through that, and uh, if you are willing, if you were to have children, if you would raise them Catholic, and so on, and so so we did, and we were married in the Catholic Church, and then I went through RCIA, and I actually went through it twice before okay. I I. Uh, really prayed about it and thought about it and, and uh, became Catholic. And, of course, it's, it's really the best thing that, that I ever did. And so since then, so since then, it has really guided a lot of what we have done. Uh, we currently now go out to Our Lady of the Black Hills and, in uh, Piedmont. But as Jack said, Father Mark McCormick was uh, the priest out there at that time when we when we um, purchased Black Hills. Father Andre. Yeah, right. Father Andre. Yeah. Yeah. When we purchased... Chesk. Father Andre. <laughs> when, when we purchased uh, Black Hills Bagels, Father Mark McCormick was right there at 5.30 a.m. Uh, blessing the business, and it's just been a joy ever since. So some of the things that we get involved in with the church, because not always as a business person do you have the, the time. Sometimes you don't have the talent, uh, but hopefully you have some treasure. And so one of the things that we do, of course, is get involved with church response that way, and also with the uh, churches, um, with the various pre- 
Greece and, and at Our Lady of the Black Hills, if they need bagels for a meeting or something like that, we try to be there. So we, so we try to help out that way. Unfortunately, we just don't always have the time that we would like. But, but faith is always uh, something that we like to get involved with. Real Presence Radio, we do what we can there. Loved the banquet a few weeks ago. It was fabulous. Yeah, no, it was a great banquet with uh, Dr. Ray Garendi, and uh, there's a there's a banquet coming up yeah. here, a virtual banquet. Yep, on Thursday, December tenth. You can December sign 10th. up at realpresencereradio.com/banquet if you want to hear Dr. Ray Garendi. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. fabulous. No, it's great to hear kind of that journey of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Father Joe Zeller again of happy yeah. memory. He uh, right. he died shortly before my ordination. I had visited with him here at the cathedral. You know, he had just moved into the cathedral, kind of going to be a senior associate. Right, he didn't want all of the administration of running a parish, but he was still, you know, in his late sixties, uh, still healthy, seemingly healthy, and I uh, wanted just to be able to celebrate mass, do these kind of things of marriage preparation, spiritual counseling, hear confessions, anoint the sick, those kind of things, but not have to pay the bills and raise sure. money and all that kind of stuff. And then he fell suddenly ill and uh, died very quickly. But we yeah, was he at Timberlake or was he? Back he was here at Timberlake. He did. Yeah. I think he went up to Timberlake twice up at yeah. Timberlake, South Dakota. We actually time. visited. Him yeah, up we there did. We stopped there. there. On our way through. Did, so did he do reason. your wedding then? Back in he did. Yes. He did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's one of the wonderful things also about the Catholic Church. Even when when Jack was uh, performing that we could go anywhere in the U.S. or anywhere in the world, mm. and you could always find support somewhere in some town, any town. Yeah. I know I found that over and over again in my life, too, in the Air Force and traveling and stuff like that, that you, there's a home. Right. Where, as a Catholic, every place is a home because there's the Catholic faith, mm-hmm. there's the Catholic Church. It's universal. We belong here. And never, I, I love welcoming people yeah. here to the cathedral. So many visitors uh, throughout the year, probably, who have grabbed a bagel after Mass. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I do have one story real quick to share with you. Um, there was a sign outside of your store on the park bench. Remember when they came up with those benches like a, two or three years ago, they, the bus stop benches? Right. Right outside here. There's a couple that's here. They tell their story, Alicia and Dan, um, that they were looking for a church. She was a Methodist. He was Catholic. They weren't really going anywhere. They didn't know where to go. They went to Black Hills Bagel. And they're having um, they're having bagels down there at your store, and they said we don't know where to go. What should we do? How we we want to want to raise our family? We want to get into the faith, but we don't know where to go. They came out and looked across on that bench, and it said, "Try Cathedral Alpha." Yes. And so they logged on. Coming out of Black Hills Bagel, they logged on there, and now they got their marriage blessed. They got their children baptized. Um, they're active members of the of the the faith today. That's Come in, like those bagels and a little cathedral action, and God's at work there, mm-hmm. you know. And you just don't just don't know how he's. See how bagels and faith go. Bagels and yeah. faith. It's just one more I, example. I'm just sitting here going. The Catholic Church is like the. Everything bagel. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us before we uh, break? Well, there's it? a couple of mentors that we relied on during the challenging years, and, and we still talk to different people. But Dick Phipps was one, and Greg Hansen was another person that if we were in the gray area about something, we could mm-hmm. talk to those guys, and they could kind of bring us up out of that. Otherwise, you spend a lot of time experimenting on something you think might work but you're not 100 percent sure those guys could tell us that's been tried that won't work that will work why don't you try this instead that sort of thing and we had a lot of that from them so we're really thankful to them and other people for that kind of help great that's mentorship great. is really yeah, mentorship. really important yeah in business. for anybody i would recommend yeah. anybody thinking about getting into a business talk to people that have been there and 
done that. You know, I've done that. Well, thank you for joining us this morning, Jack and Deborah Jensen from Black Hills Bagel here in Rapid City. And I think if you're nearby here in Rapid City, I think I, I know what's on my lunch menu today. I'm heading down to Black Hills Bagel. Excellent. Well, now we're going to head up to Fargo and get a preview for our next show. Eli, um, are you going to do our preview and put in your bagel order? <laughs> um, yes, I'd love a blueberry bagel with strawberry cream cheese. That would be fantastic. Lightly toasted. <laughs> There we go. Very specific. All right. We can do it. (laughs) Sounds great. No, we really enjoyed uh, when we were down there for the banquet, stopping in there for for, uh, breakfast one day. That was was awesome. But uh, there's another great Real Presence Live coming up tomorrow morning. Now, it's going to be a best of show because, obviously, it's the Holy Day of Obligation. So our office is closed, but we'll be still bringing you a great Real Presence Live. Monsignor Charles Mangan of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will tell us who we're celebrating on the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. Then it's Straight Talk with Father Craig Vosick and Father Gary Benz. Plus, plus Bishop Donald DeGroot of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will tell us how we should face the holidays this year. So all of that and a whole lot more is coming up on the best of Real Presence Live tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Hey, thank you so much, Eli. You know, we never get on the best of Real Presence Live, Father. <laughs> we haven't been around that long. Well, we'll speak for yourself. We'll I've been get... around for You've over You've been two... around for a while. Oh, this show ought to make it. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no, definitely. I know I will have made it in Real Presence Radio's like Hall of Fame when one of my segments gets on to the best of Real Presence Live. Although Eli does threaten to put me on the worst of Real Presence Live. Ooh, the worst of Real the Presence worst. Live. The blooper moments <laughs> the blooper. of Real Presence yeah. Live. I got those solidly covered. So. Well, thank you, Father, for allowing us to have our show here today and for taking time out of your morning. And uh, hopefully, yeah, that's a really wonderful show. And uh, I'm looking forward to the. The celebration of the solemnity tomorrow begins tonight. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of churches in our listening area have uh, the vigil for Immaculate Conception, and then tomorrow's masses. We'll have uh, Bishop Muich here uh, at the cathedral at five thirty mass um, tomorrow evening for for Our Lady's uh, celebration. Well, and I hope that at least the local people will get out, enjoy the sunshine today, and enjoy what unseasonally warm weather can be for December. What a blessing for us. Yeah, and I have it all planned out. I am going to go stop down there at Black Hills Bagel, get my lunch set up, and I'm going to go hike up, I'm going to go hike up M Hill and, uh, that's what I'm going to do today. That sounds great. I'm going to go home and teach school. Because so. you got me here on a Monday. I know. I don't, usually I'm here on Fridays, um, but Monday is my day off. If there's ever such thing, you can't be you off can't from parenting be. or from fatherhood, but at least uh, not running around and having meetings and yeah. stuff like that in the office. So, All right. God bless you. Live from uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. See you next time. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.